Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we continue our post-season coverage. And, you know, it's uh, actually been very exciting. And, uh, and of course, the Miami Dolphins right in the middle of almost every storyline that's been going on, which is ironic, and it seems like it always is. But, uh, you know, you enter the postseason. I, I look forward to these shows. It's, uh, you know... It's a way of, of basically, I know we do a Dolphin show here. We have a Dolphin-based uh, audience uh, that goes across the country, of course. But um, when we get to this time of the year, uh, the Dolphins often are not in the playoffs. Although sometimes they are, you know. Uh, I, I argue with Rich about it as the Dolphins have been in the playoffs, I guess, you know, two times in the last whatever, 10 years, and uh, so we got that, and, uh, and I, you know, at least that adds a little bit more flavor to the team and the show, whatever, but when they're not in it, it seems like they are right at the forefront of all the storylines that are going on, and, and of course, there's been some major upsets, and the upsets continue, and, and first and foremost, the Tennessee Titans, led by Ryan Tannehill, go into Baltimore, and beat the Ravens 28-12 to in, in a shocking, shocking upset of the number one seed and what many believe is the number one team in, in pro, pro football this season. I mean, obviously the 49ers have had a great year as well, um, but they, you know, squeaked to that number one seed and it was, was literally an inch on the last play of the game. Um so, you know, this was this was dramatic, it was exciting and and the Dolphins right in it, right? As you see Ryan Tannehill and, and that continues to go there. And then the Houston Texans uh go out to uh what was it, a twenty four nothing lead, um before they uh, basically everything falls apart, they lose 51-31 in Kansas City with Kenny Stills in the forefront catching a 55-yard or so touchdown pass to start the game off on the first drive. So you see Tannehill and Stills, Punzel, and it's just it's just really bizarre, you know, to see see so many Dolphins uh, involved in these playoff games. And then, of course, in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers uh, exposed the Minnesota Vikings 27-10. They look very solid as they'll await uh, what turned out to be the Green Bay Packers as the Green Bay Packers defeat Seattle 28-23 and, 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 again, on a very controversial last play of the game with Jimmy Graham and the spot and all that. So we'll get into all that. We'll get Rich's opinion and see, you know, how he feels about that. Um, and uh, and then also big news as uh, Bill Cower first on the air to be uh, inducted into the 100th centennial year of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, the 100th centennial class or whatever they're calling it. So they surprise him on the air. We watch as Bill Cower gets elected, and then we say, well, you know, I guess that's the coach they pick. And then the next day, Jimmy Johnson gets surprised. So uh, Jimmy Johnson, Dallas Cowboys, of course, but also a big part of Miami Dolphin history for good or bad. 
uh, gets selected. So he goes in there and, and uh, you know, obviously a lot of emotions there, a lot of opinions. I know Rich has that. So we will get to all of this and, and, and uh, you know, debate it, get our opinions and see how it, uh, how it falls out. And uh, with all the uh, games and the way that they ended now, the Miami Dolphins uh, are, are solidified in their picks. They'll get the fifth pick. The 18th pick is from Pittsburgh, and now the 26th pick from the Texans. So they will have three picks in the first round, the 5th, the 18th, and the 26th. Uh, But as I said, Rich, you know, it's just eerily bizarre how many Dolphins, ex-Dolphins, were were involved and still are involved in, in, in the 2019 season of the NFL playoffs. Well, when you when you purge three quarters of your roster, somebody's got to shine, right? Not Are you really shocked about though. that? I mean, a lot. Of, yeah, of course I'm shocked about that. Yeah. You thought Ryan Tannehill would be quarterback in the championship game in the AFC? No, I didn't think that. Chance, of course, I didn't think that. Go, no, Rich, no. with a chance to go to the that. Super Bowl, Rich, in Miami. I know. I mean, how? How? But, what kind of script would that is be that? Insane? He could be coming. That would be. That insane. would be insane. The topper of all toppers, right? Yeah. If something like that you know, were to come to fruition, we always thought we always thought he was a decent quarterback. I mean, I thought it had a, it was time to move on, but I thought that they screwed it up by not, you know, again by letting him, you know, waffle for a year and a half with that stupid knee injury right. that should have been addressed immediately. You know, so you right. know they did it to this guy. I mean, we always thought he was, you know, look, he threw for eighty-eight yards yesterday. We don't have. You know, a running back like that, we never did. You know, since Zonka, you know, so I don't know if he could win with us like this. You know, Trevor Henry is just like a, it's just unbelievable. You know, so yeah, no, I agree with you. Richard. Don't know I mean, if it would have been working for us. I watch you know. this and I say to myself, you know, uh, I, I I don't think that I don't watch it and say, wow, if only we had him. I, I understand that. I know the Dolphins were not yeah. going to the championship game, and I know you know Derek no, they would they would have ruined this guy. You know, they would have ruined this guy's career if he stayed with us. He'd been out of football in two years. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But you know, it just it makes me it makes me think back, and you know that I, I've come out on the air and I've been. Uh, very supportive, and I always used to go through the the different things between him and Luck, and and what that would mean as far as uh, you know uh, 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 how you know the comparison between those two. I mean, I would always put those two together and, and and say that I didn't think Ryan Tannehill got his due, and then I would also basically say that hey, listen, you know, um, if Ryan Tannehill, I, I said oftentimes if they had a championship caliber team he would be able to lead them, and you would be able to win a championship with him if you had the proper team around him. I took a lot of heat from that. People were writing in, and, you know, we took a lot of heat. You know, I know you were supportive of him too. Um, but I just think well, it's look at, Look at that, but I'll you know? tell you, though, he has gotten more accurate. I mean, look at the way he throws the ball now. Like, he's not making that touchdown pass that he made yesterday on, on third and long after he got sacked, you know? Right. right? You know what I'm saying? He, he definitely. Yeah, I do. He would have thrown that ball into the stands or got picked off or something. He's definitely a lot. He's seeing the field a lot better than he has, and he's. You yeah. know, remember the whole thing with him? He couldn't throw the long ball. He's connecting long all the time. Not only is he connecting long, but isn't it ironic, Rich, to hear them say that Ryan Tannehill is the most accurate long thrower in the league? Oh, I, I know. Mean, I think it that's cracks a little me up. Bit, right? Did you hear that? It's the same people yeah. that were killing him too. The same people that are killing him saying this guy's not a franchise quarterback, you know? Right, right. And and listen, it, it does expose the ineptness, right, of the Miami Dolphins organization. There's no doubt about it. It does. It really does. Wait, it was hidden somewhere? The ineptness? <laughs> well, I don't think it needs to be I exposed. No, but I think it really does speak volumes when you see oh, yeah. so many of these guys. And that's why I say these guys, because, listen, Tunzel, Tannehill, Stills, um, even when you look around, to be quite honest with you, Ted Ginn's still playing in the league on, on yeah. the Saints. You know, these are championship caliber teams that these guys are still playing on. You know what I mean? So, oh, it, I it, 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 and, I'm, and I'm forgetting four or five of them. You know, I mean, there's just – 
<laughs> there's a tremendous amount of them still playing. Uh, and, and, you know, I just think that when you look at that, it really exposes, you know, how poorly run the organization was. But Tannehill especially, because they're all year, Rich, all year, all we've been talking about is the franchise quarterback and will they get it. And it's just ironic to see not only – Tannehill have this kind of year going to the championship game, but I'm hearing now he's probably going to be franchised at least. <laughs> They're at least going to franchise him, if not sign him for a long-term contract. They can? <laughs> they, they can do that? Yeah, they can franchise him at this juncture? Uh, apparently they can. I, I didn't think they could either, but that's the talk, that the Titans will, will, will franchise him if they can't come to a, you know, a longer-term deal with him. So it, it's, Wow. It's just bizarre. It really is bizarre. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you can't it. make it up. There's no question about it. There's no question about it, you know. And Yeah, and and silently, Derrick Henry has become the best running back in the NFL. When did that happen? Oh, I mean, we knew he was so good, <laughs> but this is insane. I mean, he's, he's I never thought he was this good. I'll tell you that right now. No. Oh, neither. I never thought he was neither. this good. This guy's insane. Yeah. I mean, I imagine what you must feel like. How do you think the secondary feels like hitting this guy yesterday? What did they feel like today? Yeah, yeah. What did he, I mean, you know he's he used yeah. people. Yeah, he did. And you know he's coming, and he just basically runs over people. They can't stop him. Oh. And um, you Imagine trying to hit I this guy. I remember when he had the 99. What's yeah, that? Right. I said, imagine hitting this guy over and over. You're like, oh, not again. Right? you got to, like, just sacrifice yeah. yourself. It's got to kill every time you touch this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's the speed I mean, we on top played of football. that. I wouldn't want to go anywhere near something like that. No, <laughs> no, know? there's no doubt. But the speed on top of it, I mean, the speed is huh. just, you know, you take yeah. that and then add speed to it. I remember when he had that 99-yard run last year or whatever it was. I really started right, taking sure. notice of him because I was like, wow, this yeah. guy has speed I never thought he had. And it always reminds me of how – you know, you used to be so critical of Drake and how he's the backup, and now this is the he starter. The backup. So now you see, yes. now you see the difference, right? It's I mean, a big you really difference. see the difference between the starter and the backup, right? Oh, there's no question. There's a there's a huge gap there. <laughs> you know, yeah, huge gap yeah, there is. So now this this all now the dust settles now, Rich, and the Dolphins will have the fifth pick the 18th pick and the 26th pick. How do you feel about that? And do you think that, I mean, uh, you know, I'm hearing all kinds of things. I don't think anybody knows anything. But, you know, you see them picking three guys. Well, the one thing I'm hearing a lot is that uh, San Diego's looking to trade ahead of us so they can take Tua. Which you would like. That's the latest rumor I've heard. Which you would like. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind it. I like yeah. to be added to a so mix. I'm really, I'm really afraid of this guy with this with, with a with a crushed hip like that. I don't want anything to do with this, you know. Yeah, that's not. It's a bad injury. The There's here. no doubt about it. And I don't like hip injuries. And I didn't like him before the injury. injury. You know that. So I, I would say I didn't that, like him before you know, the injury. I, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, anytime you get a hip injury or whatever, um, you know, it's just you know, it's just scary. It's always scary. And then to. Uh, you know, to have a guy coming right out that soon after it and be picked that high, of course, adds more to it. And you didn't really like him when he was healthy. So, you know, no, I guess there's no. a lot to, to be said there. So but, but back to my question to you, the, do they take three three different guys or do they package something together with these three picks? I think they stay put take three different guys. I mean, if anything, I could see them trading down and getting more picks. I, I can't imagine them trading up. For, for, you know, maybe after they take the first pick, you know, maybe the second pick or something, they'll they'll trade with something else to move up a little bit to get somebody else they, they you know, like. But I, I can't imagine them, you know, them doing something, packaging all three together or something to move up. You know, they're, they're up to five. What are you going to do, move up to two and, and take a, and take two? I mean, I don't know. I don't see that. Because I don't think you're going to move well, anybody off was... of two anyway, because I think everybody, I think at two, they want Chase Young. So I don't think that's going anywhere. I think one and two are pretty solidified. I think you'd have to trade with the Giants to three. That's probably your only chance. 
You know? Yeah, I think trading up to get Tua would be a mistake. I, I'm not so sure taking him at five would be wouldn't even be. So yeah, I think you trade up to get him is a mistake. I think if he goes before five, if you have any inkling, yeah. if he goes before five, I think you got to let that go. I, I just think you got to let that go, and then you know take somebody else at five. Well, and I think then, taking him know, at five is a, is a risk too. I think that's a right. Huge that's risk what I just said. That high. Yeah. Yeah. That's but what I, I just think said. like I think if you're going to take him at five, so be. I, 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 I really think San Diego is going to make a move here. So that's the, you know, they, they seem to be done with rivers. Yeah. Um, but then I hope, uh, yeah, then I hope I, we don't take the third quarterback, like a, like a Herbert from Oregon. I don't want nothing to do with this guy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you see the Oregon quarterback history there. It's not, it's not exactly stellar. Yeah. And, 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 and where's Mariota from? Oregon. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I think that you got to be real real careful. And listen, like I've been telling you, we had a whole thing about it a few weeks ago. Look at all the quarterbacks that are in the in, in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I and got you. You, but you, you think told you're me smart over enough the weekend. To find one late? You you told me over the weekend. You know who the highest quarterback draft in in this is, and it was Ryan Tannehill. And that, my point is, I'm not saying that they're. I'm not saying they're good enough to do it, but I'm just that just really exposes what I've been saying. Now, listen, that doesn't mean if I had the number one pick, I wouldn't go after a guy like Burroughs or even the kid from Clemson. I'm not saying that, but the bottom line is, you know, unless you have that surefire one, everything else is basically a crapshoot. You know, that's, that's where I'm going with that. And, you know, yeah, no, I understand. I, I totally, I got where you're coming from. I mean, you know, with, you know, the history of, of this league proves that, you know, if you, the, the guy they glare at number one. So, you, see, you know what the problem is, Pat? If you if you stink, what do you need? Usually a quarterback, yeah. Right. So, the teams who stink always pick one or two. So, that you know, a lot of times if there's not the Peyton Manning surefire thing out there, they reach. You know, you've seen it with Heath Schuler, Trent Dilfer, you know. The, the, I, right. I believe the Mariota year, you know, was a, was a joke too, you know. So right. there, you know, you're going to get those colossal busts, you know, with that because you know they're bad teams to start with, and they're they need a quarterback, and they even though they have the first pick, they're still reaching, and the, you know, you know how it is, they always overhype these guys, you know, they're in the national. You know, look at Testaverde when he's in the national championship game, you know. You know, the guy's the right. Heisman winner. He laid a huge egg against Penn State. And then, you know, he had a long career, but it wasn't anything special, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that was one of the better ones. That. that was one of the better ones, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know. Uh, you know Baker so, yeah, Mayfield. Right. I, mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, there's, there's yeah. so many, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think that, you know, it's it's obviously it's going to be, you know, a, a more daunting task. But I never, you know, the ones whatever. that we always say are bust, I never hype them. Like I said, I like Burroughs, and, you know, Clemson's coming out next year. Lawrence will be out next year. I mean, they're playing tonight. These two guys, I think, are going to be very good quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, mm-hmm. but the rest of these clowns, the, the you know, the Mariottas, the, you know, what's what's the other jackass from uh, the Cleveland drafted with all the money? What's his name from Texas? Oh, jo- Who can't Johnny Manziel. Name anymore. <laughs> Johnny Manziel. Like, come on, really? You know, the, you know, yeah, that's right. never going to work out in the NFL. You know, absolutely. Yep. You know, like guys like Fair that point. are just terrible. I mean, look, look at the last twenty years of the Heisman winning quarterbacks. I mean, they're they're bad. Yeah, you know? very bad. Yeah, actually, you could probably go back. You could probably go all the way back, even go into back the eighties, right? Yeah, you could yeah. go back. That was really bad. That was like the uh, Gino Gino Torettas. You know, mm-hmm. there's <laughs> a lot of them. There's really a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Chino Marino, remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> All right, quick break. We'll come right back after this. It's intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be run in for a touchdown by A.J. Dewey at the 10 to 5. He scores! Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. You listen to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. 
For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. It's the time of the season When love runs high In the time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the time to promise land To show you Like me, as you take her any time to show you what you need to live. Tell it to me slowly, tell you what I really want to know. It's the time of the season for love. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Cattello, Rich Van Zant, as we uh, recap the uh, division rounds of the NFL, and now we go into the championship game. Just a reminder, you could catch us uh, on iTunes, get all our previous uh, episodes as well as current, delivered right onto your phone, and uh, you can send us any questions or comments, Show at yahoo.com, and uh, we will see how this all shakes out, Rich, but um, I guess, uh, you know, uh, like we said, we'll start with this Tennessee game. Um, Tennessee uh, convincingly beating uh, Baltimore. Now you were awfully excited about this, and I and I don't think it was all for Ryan Tannehill. So I'll just throw it out there, and uh, you can I guess can explain. But you had to be uh, you had to be a little bit surprised at uh, how easily um, they they basically dominated. Uh, they out physical. Did you physical did you did you see the did you see the Ravens playoff performance last year? Very similar. Yeah. You know, listen, there's a big difference between a quarterback who runs and a running quarterback. And, you know, Mahomes is a quarterback who can run. And you see that difference. Jackson is a running quarterback. And you're not going to win in the NFL as a running quarterback. Not going to happen. And you're talking about – He's got the touch of Freddy Krueger. Okay. And, you know, he runs around and he's great. He's great that he's fast. But this kid's going to get hurt and he's going to have a short career. Not going not gonna to be prolonged. And you're not going to win a championship with Lamar Jackson. Tell you that right now. Write it down. Lamar Jackson will never yeah. be holding the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, I listen, Rich. I think you're way off base on something like this. I think you're really prototyping this guy. This guy threw for 36 touchdowns and six interceptions yeah. for 3,000 yards, and, league, and he's going to be the MVP of the league. Like and you're do. calling him? Yeah. You're calling him a run, run only quarterback? The man threw he's for 16 touchdowns. He's a run first quarterback. He's a running quarterback. Yeah. He he lives on broken yeah. plays and runs. That's all. And he's got he's got a very bad touch. You know he misses guys left and right, and you're not going to win that way. The, the NFL isn't it's set the up that way. Thirty six touchdown passes and six yeah, picks. Thirty six yeah, and Mahomes six, and you're calling him a yeah. running quarterback? Just he's because the guy runs better than anybody you've never seen? I mean, come on. He that's the a league, little bit He let his team in run. He's not. A, he's he's the highest rusher on the I team. I got that. To run I got that. He runs better than anybody I've ever seen run. The guy is amazing when he runs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got you. Not but you're gonna, but, but the guy. Jackson. But but the point is. But the point is, this guy passes a lot better than running quarterbacks. I mean, he's gonna win the MVP. He threw for thirty-six touchdowns, Rich. Uh, I mean, his rating is. I think there's a chart. there's a running back that should I think should be the MVP. Tell you the truth. Yeah, but you can't because it was too late. Why not? It's too late because right, Derrick Henry's not going to pass. Did it through the whole year. He he led the league in rushing. Not, yeah, but he's not going to. He's not nowhere. Let me tell you something. Derrick Henry is a phenom, and 
The fact that he's been doing this now in the playoffs, I see. But this is voted on in week 16, 17, whatever you want to call it. Derrick Henry would not even be the second guy, I don't think. I really don't. I don't think he would have even been number two in the voting. We'll see how it goes. But a pretty much clear cut. Lamar Jackson's not. Yeah, I think, I think Jackson's going to get it. But I would, say I would vote for Henry. You know, uh, and listen, you got I know two you years would, in a row of, but, of Jackson. You got two years in a row of Jackson in the playoffs, and he laid two eggs. But that is nothing and this to one do was with bigger the than a, a, Well, I'm not saying that. That has nothing to do with the MVP. Yeah, I'm just, it's a, it's a running quarterback. It's not, you know, like I said, just yeah. look at him and Mahomes and look at the difference. Night and day. And listen, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is a phenomenal quarterback, and I'm not, and I'm not using him to put down. Well, he's a quarterback. You know, Lamar Jackson. This guy, but, this guy's a running I, back that I, throws I, the ball once in a while. That you can't say that when you throw 36 touchdowns and six picks, mm-hmm. you can't say that. That's ludicrous. <laughs> That's biased. You can't say that. No, nobody can do that. About it. Yes, There's it nothing is. biased he's about it. He lives on broken plays. He runs around. A lot of his passes are short passes that end up the the, the run after the catch. That's is not true either. That's the not catch. true oh, either. Absolutely. The guy's got a rocket yes, arm. Yes, it is. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's got a big arm. But most of his touchdowns are run after the catch. They're not They're not like long 50-yard touchdown passes all the time. That's not true yes, at is. all. That's not true at all. And you had firsthand okay. watching that as he threw for six touchdowns against the Miami Dolphins. You could say they were a bad team. I could have thrown for five against that defense. I could have thrown for five against that defense. It wouldn't have been that much. It wouldn't be that hard. Are you a running quarterback? But let me just clarify. All you do is sit back in a shotgun and throw the ball eight feet over the linebackers and it would have been a touchdown. That was the most atrocious defensive performance I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's very true. I'm not saying it's not. But uh, you're being very unfair to Mr. Jackson, in my opinion. Okay. All right. uh, Moving on now. Um, Houston against Kansas City. Uh, uh, the guy I really always liked, and you know that, is, is Sean Watson. I think he's a fantastic quarterback. Um, I, I, I think he does special, special things. 24-point uh, lead there, and uh, it seemed like the floodgates just uh, emptied out. And, and you know, a lot of people – Well, I was going, we Andy Reid, here we go again. Before we get into it, wait, before you know? we get into it, Rich, let me, yep. let me just say, before mm-hmm. we get into it, um, a lot of people – are criticizing O'Brien, and I think rightly so, but I think they're criticizing him for the wrong reason. They're criticizing him, A, for not going on that fourth and one, which is, which is stupid because when you're up 21 nothing, you take the three points, you go up 24 nothing. You don't make, take a chance on turning the momentum there. But the fake punt was absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. And I think that's the turning point right there. Yep, absolutely. So you agree with me as far as that fourth and one? Yeah, yeah. You can take the field goal there. There's no question about it. He blew the game. You do right. You know, he blew the game on the fake punt, which was the most absolutely. idiotic, imbecilic move I've ever seen in my life. You're up all that, all that. How many three touchdowns you're up at that point, and you're faking a, a punt on your own thirty-five? What are you nuts? That let the Chiefs back in the game. That was Rich, that you was realize so what just stupid. happened, right? You realize that me yeah. and you have just a hundred percent agreed on this. A hundred percent in time. Yeah, I said, I said that. Is, you know, look, I was rooting for Kansas City. I was laughing, but I'm like, that is the most right. moronic play I've ever seen in my life. And this, yeah. uh, it, it, this, uh, yeah. Tony Romo, I, I, I don't know what he's thinking oh, either. God. He was going crazy that they should have went for the fourth. Oh. Some of the things that come out of his mouth shock me. They really do. I mean, I don't see what the fascination is. And I know he's just about to sign a monstrous deal of, yeah. of can you believe that? And can you believe I, that? I don't, because I, he's a little bit annoying to me, to be quite honest with you. A little bit annoying? Yeah. You know, I, I do. I just uh, I don't really love that team to begin with. Nance, Nance is getting a little, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, just Senile? Uh, I don't know if it's senile is the word I'm looking for, but he just seems to be getting a little goofy almost. And, uh well, you sit next to this guy. You sit next to this guy all day. I mean, you got It's got to rub off on you a little bit, right? It's got to make you yeah, nuts. He yeah. never shuts up. I mean, Nance is probably looking no. to anything to talk. He can't get a word in. Yeah. Right. I, I know. I find them. I find them distracting and annoying too. 
And, uh, and but I was most shocked. You know, I, re- I read an article today. ESPN wants to move on from Booger. You don't have to spend fourteen million dollars to move on from Booger. Okay, you made a colossal mistake. What what could they be paying Booger? Right, minimal. Right, so spend eighteen dollars more and get somebody else. I, I mean, if you really, you, the, the, of course, you hired Booger doesn't mean you got to spend fourteen million a year on Tony Romo. You know, anything is an upgrade. So is that? So what right. would be the team that they're looking to do? Well, I know you know, I know you're very critical of Booger McFarlane, yeah. But what would be the team? Who is it? It's the so guy Booger, is the worst. So, <laughs> so, so wait now. So Booger. Booger's going to leave Monday Night Football, and Romo's going to go in there. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, I think they leave the other guy there. You know, they leave the other guy there. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think uh, Dance is coming along for the ride. I don't think. I don't think that's an option. No, 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 and he's probably and Nance is under contract because he does everything with CBS or whatever. Nance probably doesn't want to go. This is probably no, more excited no. well, Tony Robo than Tony's leaving. He probably is going to ask if yeah, he can I, get Phil Sims back. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's really strange. I, I, I mean. Uh, I guess so. Somebody, yeah, you're right. If they are going to add somebody in there, and so, but you think what, what's the guy's name on Monday night? Tessitore or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, I don't so, know where this so guy came from either, but that's besides the point. I can't imagine yeah. he's. Well, stays, after you though, spend 14 million, how much you got left? <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Spend? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So Tessitore's might stay with his contract. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I still yeah. think they probably replace it, but um, so so if Tessitore stays and Romo goes in there, um, then you're right. Now Jim Nance is in need of a partner. <laughs> I don't know if Phil Sims comes back, uh, but uh, they're <laughs> going to find somebody else, right? Uh, so so is that is that a new guy that goes in there, or do they find a veteran? I guess is the question for that team because that's the number one. Who team, knows? Right? They could, they could go. One? Whoever's retired this year, they'll just pick another clown out of the, out of the woodwork, right? CBS, right? Is that what they always do? They always seem to like get some retiring football player. That's like their their mo lately, right? Yeah, and now that you said that, it really is. I mean, if a Monday Night Football, same thing. I mean, they got Jason well, Witten, and I was like, what? Chase <laughs> Witten, but we didn't even know Booger McFarlane was in the NFL at any point of of our no. lives. We never no, even heard of this that's guy. That's very true. And all this guy's that's all this guy's annoying too. the country on TV. I'd never heard of him. <laughs> Well, that's very true. I had no idea who Booger McFarlane was before he took this job. And I wish I so, never knew. Uh, you're, you're... <laughs> well, you, you're, you're right about that. I had no idea this man played uh, in the NFL. He's got a Super Bowl ring, I think, too, right? Yeah, I think he wears it all the time. I don't know from who. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> this guy had to be on the practice <laughs> squad or something. I never heard of this guy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, yeah, so if um, – if he, if he's out there, uh, you know, does a guy like what, what, what's the guy like Jason Witten, who was a surprise hire to begin with, you know, does he come back in? I mean, is he still coming back to the Cowboys? He really didn't have. Yeah, the I, I heard he, he wants, was going to have. I heard he wants to play still. Well, yeah, because I would imagine you go through all that, and really that team did not play like it was supposed to, right? So, and then you know, and, you know, and Jerry was floating around. Like head coaching job for him too, you know. I heard that too, and that, I was more that, shocked that was at like, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. So maybe that, that, you know, really maybe Jerry just hires him. Don't you think Jerry just hires him to be in the organization after this? After we took him away from so, TV, yeah. I, 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 so. I would think he just yeah. stays in the organization. You know. But but I mean, with the team that he's had and the criticism that he's had, you know, you know, you're going to go get an unproven. First guy like Witten to dominate. I mean, that was just, that's ridiculous. That was insane. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, yep, I know. All right, let's let's, let's look over to the uh, yeah, let's look over to the NFC a little bit here now. Uh, San Francisco uh, really showed that you know they might be as good as as people have given them credit for. They had a little bit of sputtering at the end, but they were able to. To come out with a victory and 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 get that by, uh, and and 
Minnesota really was, I think that my criticism of the New Orleans Saints rings true. Like, that's a terrible loss at home to lose to them. That was a bad, bad loss. And so if you take that into consideration, you know, h- how good is San Francisco? Uh, they're certainly playing top, top football right now. They're real good, but I don't know. I mean, the Packers looked pretty good yesterday to me also. I don't think that, right. the, you know, both both games are seven-and-a-half-point spreads. I kind of think the Frisco was a little high there, don't you? Yeah. Well, they're the number one seed, and they're the only number one seed that's really, really won. Right? So, I guess, and they're playing at home. That factors in a yeah, little no, bit, I, too. I got you, but, but yeah, I mean, the Packers scored 13 wins this year. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a high line for a thirteen. Just seems a little high there. You know, for yeah, for team no, that's right. a very good defense. You know, no, Rich, it is a high I, line. I There's no denying that. Yeah. I, you're absolutely right. It's a, it, it's a high line, and uh, and so you know, I guess we'll see. You know what what happens there, but uh, what's your you know the Chiefs being a seven and a half point spread too? The thing that gets me on that one is their defense isn't that good. You know, so can Henry do the same thing against them that he's done the last two weeks? You know, I, I, that's a little bit high, too. I know they could score at will, but, you know, their defense is kind of weak. Well, listen, they were down 24 nothing in the blink of an eye. So, you know, yeah, who's yeah, to say yeah, they can? Right. I, you, no, you know, no, you know, it's going to be real interesting. Is that Tennessee? Can they come roaring back like that? Because they're not going to get the – you know, with Henry, you can eat up clock, you know? I don't know. Well, not to not to keep talking on it, but listen, me and you said like I I, I really think Bill O'Brien made a catastrophic coaching blunder. I really think yeah, he was really enabled stupid. them to get back yeah. in this game. So yeah, yeah, he who, gave I mean, the, he gave the keys that? to the door. There's no question about it. There's he no did. question about so, it. So you know who knows how does that shake out? I don't know. Like you know, if Tennessee's able to to get things going in a hurry there. Yeah, you're right. That might you know. You can't count them out. I I won't count them out. Not after what no. you know, what they were able to do. Uh, I, I'm certainly not counting them out at this point. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how that basically goes. But it should be interesting. And getting back to to the uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I, I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan, and I know you're not either. I don't know how I feel about you know Aaron Rodgers. You know, with another chance to. Uh, you know, get to a Super Bowl or whatnot. What's, what's your take on it? I mean, obviously, you would think they're going to show up there and, and, and they're going to compete in this game. I don't know whether they ultimately get the victory there. We'll have to see. But, uh, you know, as a veteran guy that we've been hearing so much about and I think hasn't really lived up to it per se, like I think he, you know, the, the way he gets these accolades. But now he's got an opportunity to do something, you know, special, I guess. Well, like, you know, I think he's not really the best part of this team at this point. You know, they have a very good defense and they have a very good running game, and I don't think he's the focal point of the team, as crazy as that sounds. You know, it's not all him anymore. Yeah. I mean, so I, no, I but it always seems like better, it's him that you know? has to pull it out. As good as yeah. the team is in different areas, it just always yeah. seems like it's him that's, you know, pulling it out at the last and And while we're on it, Rich, What'd you think of that spot at the end of the game? I mean, it was, he was clearly short. I don't understand what they. Well, did. you think you think Graham was did. short? I think he was a good yard short. So well, I don't understand. I think like, doesn't, how wasn't they, he? Well, he was laying on top of the defender, though. I thought that he never really touched the ground until he came off the defender. So I don't think he was clearly down yet because he wasn't on the ground. That's what I got at. Well, I, I, I didn't think that he. I think that the spot was okay. I, I just. I think he was still in the air. Like right, if he if he wasn't on top of the guy, he would have been short. But I thought that because he was on top of the guy, it was a good spot. Well, I thought he was clearly uh, on the ground when he came down and, and with his head and everything. I thought he hit the ground first, and I, I thought he was clearly short. The, the the point that I bring up, which is so ironic, they still don't know what they're doing. I mean, they're supposed no, to be reviewing no it, but then they didn't review it. Then they come up with, well, we just got new evidence, but we're keeping was that it ridiculous? What new evidence? How about the other one? I think the other one was worse with the tight end of the Seahawks fumbled, and they ruled it was a fumble, but they no clear possession, just like our game. Remember that? The guy yep, had the ball. Yep, I know. The guy had the ball. You could clearly that was, see there was. I think that was that catastrophic. Was that was ridiculous. That was a strange one, too. Yeah, that was a very strange yeah. one, too. There's no doubt about that. Uh, who had the ball. It was obvious under that pile who had it, right? I mean, 
I was there so, any yeah. like doubt I, I who had clear. the ball? No, not yeah. to me. There wasn't. Not to me. Yeah. All right, right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Mercury Morris. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. We come to the uh, third quarter stretch in a new segment we like to call Around the League, which is, uh, you know, it's going to be weird because we're in a, in a postseason, so it's basically all uh, around the league. But, uh, you know, there's always some stuff that goes on. And, and, and now, uh, as we talked about earlier in the show, uh, there was some surprise announcements in the Hall of Fame. Uh, in the way that they've done it, I never seen it done that way. Of course, this year they're doing the centennial uh, class, and so they have uh, uh, like veteran type guys, and 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 the coaches that they picked were on that list. Me and Rich went over this list uh, with you guys a couple weeks ago. And uh, they first picked Bill Cowher. I figured that was that. And then Jimmy Johnson, uh, you know, was uh, on air as he received it in a very emotional way as well. I have a theory on this, which I'll I'll tell you guys in a few. But, um, Rich, uh, there were some pretty good coaches on that list. And I think there's a few Hall of Fame coaches on this list. Um, I think there's a few coaches that will eventually be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, I know that you are very opinionated on this. So what's your feelings on on these two guys uh, being selected? Well, I have, a, I have a, a big theory about this, and it's the Dan Daneroff feeling that when you're a borderline Hall of Famer, get yourself on TV and you'll get in. You know, I think that's the only great way okay. both of them got in. Now, look, Jimmy won two Super Bowls. So he was probably going to get in eventually anyway. You know, but uh, I think Bill Cowher getting in is an absolute joke. You know, All now right, we're putting the average quarterback, the average let's, coaches let's, in the, in the league. Yeah. Let's start with Cowher. Okay, what is your what is your main problems with Bill Cowher? He went to two Super Bowls. He won one. Okay. He is the uh, 20th all-time winningest coach with uh, with, with a, uh, 240 games. He won 149 and lost 90. That's a lot of wins. So what what is your biggest problem with him? I, you know, I think he stuck with Cordell Stewart way too long. 
I think that that really hurt him. I think he was very stubborn. I, I think he was very overrated. He was in a very easy division back then. You know, so he, he accumulated a lot of wins, but I don't know. That team that won the Super Bowl I never thought was that great, and the team that lost the Super Bowl was better than Dallas that year, and he gave that game away. You know, the the uh, the you know the old the old okay. Donald game. You know, so we're talking about ninety five. I, 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 I just yeah, I don't think I don't think this guy was some some great coach. You know, I think at the time Bill Cowher was in the top. I think he was in the top five coaches in the NFL at that time. I don't think it was necessarily easy at all. I don't see why you say it was an easy division when you had the, uh, you know, the um, first of all, the Cleveland Browns were the Belichick Browns for for a lot of that, and uh, and then you had the Houston Oilers, weren't they in that division as well? well they were yeah, yeah good. they were okay. They're all right. It was it wasn't that good of a division. I think it was pretty solid, that division. I don't think that's a fair knock on him. As far as the Super Bowl, yeah, you know, I think some of that, uh, you know, listen, I don't think you could fault him for Neil O'Donnell, that, you know, going colorblind and throwing all those interceptions. And, and if anything, you know, O'Donnell was his quarterback, not Cordell Stewart then, you know. So um, I, I don't know. I, and then, of course, he wins his Super Bowl. Now, I will say I thought that was the worst officiated Super Bowl of all time when he beat the Seattle Seahawks. It was Seahawks. bad. I will say that. Yeah, that, that, uh, that I think it's terrible. the worst. I yeah. think it's the worst. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the guy is number 20 on the all-time coaches list, Rich, as far as wins. Um, so, you know, that's – I don't think he says – I don't think – I think he. I could see him going to the Hall of Fame. I just think there's. If he's coaching another team other than the Pittsburgh Steelers, is he in? No, he's probably not in. No, I think that helps him a lot. But I think, but I think that there's guys that should be in before him, which I'm going to go over. I also have a theory on it. I personally, when I look at the list, and I'm hoping you're going to like this because when I look at the list, we said last week, I think Troy Polamalu is a lock. And I think that's why Bill Cowher's going in with Troy Palomalu. I think that's where they're going. I am hoping that Zach Thomas now will be elected to go in with Jimmy Johnson. That's where I'm hoping. That's my theory on it, and that's what I'm going to hope. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing yesterday, too. Yeah, I was thinking that also. I hope I hope it comes to fruition. I really do. That would make me feel a lot better. Listen, is Jimmy Johnson a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he is. I, I'm not a Jimmy Johnson fan. He built that Dallas dynasty. He won two Super Bowls. He would have won more than that had him and Jerry not clashed. You know, he, he, yep. he's a good coach. But listen, if you look at him, overall, I just told you where, where – uh, uh, Bill Cowher is, he's number 20. Jimmy's number 62 all-time with 80 wins and 64 losses. So there's a huge drop-off there, and I guess that's my point to you about Bill Cower. I mean, the guy's won, you know, a lot more well, he was, Yeah, he was there a lot Johnson. longer. Yeah, we got you. He was there a lot longer, too, though. You know? Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, you know, Jimmy coached a decent amount of time, though. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he did coach longer than that, but there's something to be said about that. You know, but Rich, the first thing that I think of when I see these guys, the first thing I think of is, first of all, Dan Reeves, I think, is a better coach than both of them. And, and because he didn't win a Super Bowl, he's really getting, uh, you know, criticized. <laughs> well, well, you know, the best was, too, Reeves, too, is the same thing I have a problem with baseball with Gil Hodges. Reeves was a hell of a player, too. So what he did as a coach, but he, you, should, he should go into the Hall of Fame. But you know you what I'm saying? Combine, like, you know, there shouldn't though. even be a. But you can't combine. You can't combine, though. You can't be like a mediocre. I'm not saying he is, but you can't be a mediocre player and an above average coach, and that makes you uh, a, a Hall of Fame. I don't agree with no, that. I got you. I think I, he was a very good player, and he was a very good coach. He was a, so he was a, I think both of those together, he should go in. The two. But you can't yeah. combine the two. One has nothing to do with the other. You're being elected as a coach, or you're being elected as a player. I mean, you know. I don't think you can come back. Well, when Joe, let's say, when Joe Torrey went in, though, has his career yeah. as a player and a, and a manager. He, no, that's black. not true. It's not true. He went in as a coach, though. He went in as the coach who won, you know, uh, I don't four think, championships. I don't think that's how you get elected, Val. I'm telling you, I think it's got everything on the plaque. It has his player's stats and his managerial stats. It doesn't have just managerial. Well, it, I'll show well, it, it to you. It may have that. I, you, no, it has both. You, may have you don't that, get. You don't go in as one or the other. You go in as your. You go in as yourself. You don't go in as one or the other. 
That's not true. I mean, obviously, we know coach, Joe Torre got in as a manager. No, that's not true. You go in as Joe Torre. You don't go in as Joe Torre the manager or Joe Torre the player. You go in as Joe Torre. And then they put then why do they have them? Then, why do they have them separated then? Why do they have they them don't separated? Have them separated. Sure they, they do. do. On the list right now separated. with the whole thing, they had coaches, well, maybe with football, players, they, yeah, maybe they football. With football they do, but baseball they do not. They don't have them separated. Well, then if that's the they case, then a guy like Billy Martin should be in then, Rich. If you're going to go by your theory, Billy Martin, what he did as a player and what he did as a manager, certainly should combine to be Hall of Fame. And there, you know, and He's nobody coming, talks about yeah. that. Yeah, no, I got, got I got your point with Billy. Yeah, I got your point. But, uh, you know, like I said, I think Listen, Dan Reeves should Torrey, have been a long time Joe Torrey, Joe Torrey's a little different because Joe Torrey, uh, you can make a good argument that he's a Hall of Fame player. He's very close. I mean, with some of the guys they're putting in now, Joe Torrey, to me, I think he could be a Hall well, of Fame player. Dick, the same thing with Gil Dick Hodges. Dick comes to mind, too. Right, right. Yeah. So, well, they don't but put I, assistant you know, coaches I, in. That, that door has not been slammed open yet. They do not put in assistant coaches. Well, who are you talking about? Right, they don't really put up? in assistant coaches. Yeah, like Dick no, they don't, didn't but go in as an assistant coach. He went in as a player. I'm saying, but they haven't opened right. that door yet. But, There's but, a few assistant coaches. But if, anything, but if anything, I think Dick LeBeau's assistant coaching helped push him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, there's well, you, you, you know, as long as you're in the game and you're staying relevant, you have a shot. That's what that's yeah. what I said about Coward and sure. Johnson being on TV with like Deernoff. You know, now, nobody. Yeah, you're right about that. Of course, he wasn't on TV. You know, yeah. But now, when I look at this list, Rich, when I look at the list, okay, the 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 guys that come to mind. All right, I told you Dan Reeves. I don't know how Dan Reeves. I think he went the the four or five Super Bowls. He went one Super Bowls as a player. I don't think that counts. So I, I, I think that, you know, his line of work with Denver, I guess he went to four, uh, he went to, with Denver and Atlanta. The guy never won the big game, but he certainly uh, was a heck of a coach, and he's got a, a lot, a lot of wins. And I also thought of Marty yep. Schottenheimer, because Marty Schottenheimer, Bill Cower is a, a product of Marty Schottenheimer. That's where he got his start. Yeah as a linebacker's coach with the Chiefs, and Marty Schottenheimer, again, not a lot of postseason success, didn't win the Super Bowl, had some great teams, and I understand that's a knock. That guy had a lot of wins, man. Marty Schottenheimer and Dan Reeves, I think, should be Hall of Famers if these guys aren't. I'm not saying these guys aren't, but, you know, hey, Marty Schottenheimer, I think, is in the top ten of all-time wins, Rich. I think he's number eight. He is. He's number eight. He's got 200 wins. Yeah, he's I got mean, a lot. Know. There's no question. I, you know, he's just got that knack sure. of, you know, losing in the first round of the playoffs all the time, you know? And, and yes, he does. And, and I must say, but to be fair, those Cleveland teams didn't lose in the first round. Those were championship games no. where he had the lead no. with, you know, a, a minute left, you know? So, to be fair to the guy. And as far as there's one other guy that I know you're big on, and that's Tom Flores, and I'm surprised he doesn't get any respect here uh, with two Super Bowl uh, trophies. And, and spread out enough, 1980-1983, to where not quite different teams, but certainly enough years in between, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know, and Seaford should get some consideration also. Well, that's why I said it the way I said it, Rich. Because I think the thing on yeah. Seifert, you know, is that he inherited Bill Walsh's team, right? I mean, I think that's the big. He's still got to do something him. with it, right? I mean, there's plenty of coaches He's, that inherited good teams and ruined them, right? Look at the guy yes that inherited no. Vince Lombardi's team. Yes, right. Yes and no. Like, <laughs> like me, like me and you could have inherited that 19, 1989 49er team, and we were going to win a Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. that team was winning a Super Bowl. But, the, you know, to stick around Switzer. that much longer and, and 94, you know, yeah, Switzer coming in, taking – right, exactly. So I think that's what hurts Seifert a little bit. He wasn't even on this list, you know, as a nominee, so that's neither here nor there. I know that. Um, I yeah, think it's no so, respect that he's got two Super Bowl wins and then guys have none just walk doesn't. in. That's what just flips me out, you know? Like, but don't act like you, he's a clown, you, brought up you know? A, you brought up a good point, though in that the Carolina job really hurt him a lot because he was the highest percentage-winning coach yeah. of all time when he <laughs> took no that. Yeah. And he really bombed yep. out there, and it hurt him. And I think that, yeah, I think Chris, that the Jimmy Chris Johnson – Chris Wakey was his quarterback. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's how it goes, you know. But, uh, yeah. you know, you look at some of these other guys and, you know, uh, I think what they've done after that may have hurt them as well, you know. But uh, but there's de- there's definitely a, a prejudice against not winning the Super Bowl, which I can understand to a degree. But then there's guys in there that have never won it. And me and you privately have been talking – I don't understand how George Allen got in so easily. I don't know why he's in the Hall of Fame without a knot. I, I don't. I looked at his. He's never won a championship. I, I understand he went and played, you know, with Washington, and, and, and I think he was the Rams coach in the NFL, and I think he went to a championship game. To my knowledge, I don't think he's ever won. And you know, I think there's there's guys in there. You know, there, there's guys not in there that certainly could stack up easily against him. And you're, you know, I don't know. You know a lot about that era, too. It just surprises me. Well, the thing with George Allen was, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, they had that veterans committee thing going. That's not the regular sports writers. And, you know, it was probably like when he got in, it was probably like a, there probably wasn't anybody great on that list that year. You know, they nominate two a year Mm -hmm. and they probably just gave Mm -hmm. the nods. That's probably how it happened. You know, isn't that what's weird too? Isn't that what this is? He wasn't. Yeah, but this is there's so many of them this year. Like they they this list is a lot bigger. Usually they they put one or two on there, and when sometimes when there's only one, I mean you basically have like a ninety nine percent chance to get in. But I don't remember when the year George Allen was how many were on there, but there's never usually more than two. So once you, once you get on that finals list like that, you got a great shot. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's what that's what I'm Except saying. You know, I'm just surprised too that he got in so easy. Because he wasn't, you know, look, it was after he passed away, but this guy wasn't a well-liked guy. He wasn't like, you know, people really didn't like yeah. him. I mean, he wasn't that nice of a guy, you know? Right. He was very right. rough. Remember him on TV, what a jerk he was, you know? Right, right. Remember him on NBC, yeah. you know? Yeah, I do. I remember him, yeah. He was not likable whatsoever. Right, and you're very hard on Marv Levy, but you know my point is, you know, I think you, you the guy did a feat that I don't think will 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 necessarily ever be done again. I know he lost, but to go to four in a row, you know, is it, pretty special. I, you know, I, I I don't have a problem with him any more than Bud Grant or anybody like that. You know, Rich. Right. Yeah, I got you. You know, the whole his, thing's uh... a strange thing. George Allen's record was 116 and 47. I mean, that's a pretty good record. He, he was a 712 winning percentage, but he was awful in the playoffs. He was two and seven, and uh, he was two-time coach of the year, once with the Rams and once with the. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. That includes the. That's, that's mostly the NFL, right? A lot of the NFL. That's the NFL. NFL. Right. That's just the NFL. But, but if you. Which is fine, and you're right. I mean, you want, but if you compare that to Bill Cowher, there's no comparison. I mean, Bill, what Bill was Bill Cowher, Cowher's record like? Uh, Bill Cowher, ninety, a hundred and forty-nine and ninety, and he's got a six twenty-three winning percentage, and, yeah, and he's got a Super Bowl and he's been to two. This is a seven twelve winning percentage. That's pretty good. Seven twelve. It is very good. It is very good. But Cowher's Cowher's got a championship though. He's got a Super Bowl. Uh, Yeah, I got you. In the Super Bowl era, you know. Listen, I I, I think they both are probably deserving. (laughs) You know. Yeah. They're probably both deserving, but you know, I just think there's guys that there's just guys that should be in that are not. I think is our biggest gripe right now. You know, I think there's guys that should. and, And and again, if I had to pick one, it would be Dan Reeves. And if I had to pick another coach, it would probably be Schottenheimer. But you know, um, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Because you got to remember, the Coughlins are going to be coming up, guys like that, right? You know, you're going to get, you're going to get those fish, Mike Shanahan, right? Mike Holmgren. Holmgren was on this list. Holmgren was on this list. That's a guy that's that's phenomenal, right? Yeah. When does he go to three Super Bowls? He went to three. He won one. Got a lot of wins. You know, so I, I look at guys like that. Holmgren was 16th on the win list, so um, ah, whatever. It is It is what it is. Should be an interesting slate of championship games, though. We'll see how that all uh, shakes out. And as usual, we'll see you next Monday night, and uh, we'll continue to debate. Thanks for joining us, everybody.
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a 